Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's Nikki Glaser. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Good, um, good week. Good, um, welcome <laughs> to the week. I usually, I was gonna say good tomorrow, m- and then I was gonna say good Monday. It's Tuesday. Um, welcome to the show. We did not have a show yesterday. Andrew and I are both. Different versions of sick. I'm loving it. Never get sick. I really embraced it. I'm already better and I'm kind of annoyed by it. Um, Andrew is in his apartment. We're keeping distance just because we don't know what each of us might or might not have. Um, And we got shows this weekend. But uh, yeah, we're doing the pod. Sorry we missed yesterday. Um, Noah is in Arizona. She is wearing a bestie hat. That is so cute. You got, people got their merch yesterday. I was getting so many messages from besties. So cute. You um, guys are getting yours on Thursday. I'm so excited. Um, well, I hope it gets there before. I, I probably won't get there before I leave town. But um, we're going to New Orleans on Thursday. And then Jacksonville Friday. Fort Lauderdale Saturday. Nashville Sunday. Nashville. It's not the other way around. 
Okay, or maybe it's it? Jacksonville, Fort, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville. Wouldn't that make more sense? Just uh, well, I don't know the the topography of Florida. You think I know where Fort Lauderdale and Jacksonville? Yes. Are? No offense to anyone. You just found out St. Louis was where it is, and you've been living here. Dude, Florida is such an easier state, and St. Louis is—they're all squares out here. No, it's not a square. It has a little boot heel. It has a little chunky boot heel that you would wear a little pair of flare jeans with. It'd be so cute. I love that little. <laughs> People boot heel. probably like, dude, Missouri's just like Italy with the boot. Oh yeah, Italy's like a stiletto. Um, yeah. I wonder if someone's made. I bet you anything, there have been stilettos made that are the shape of Italy. That yeah. like have all like the craggly. Do you know what I'm saying? That's how it all started. Yeah, I, it was in Rome. You look good. Forty-seven for forty-two and and. Uh, yeah, Coco it was my Paz. birthday. Yeah, it was my birthday, and uh, I didn't do anything, absolutely nothing. And honestly, I don't. What you went in the car not, and got CPK? We saw that with your. You took your cat in the car, which is hilarious. Dude, a cat in the car. I was talking to Noah mm -hmm. about this. Is people don't expect? It's like seeing a lizard in the car. Like people yeah. don't expect <laughs> to see a cat in the car. It was cute. Like so, we pulled is up that on these two people. Because you just people. don't want it to destroy your house when you're gone, or you just like wanted to still be with it. Just be with it. And oh, it's just cute. like our cat is like a dog in a way. You take him I on mean, an adventure. Yeah, he was f kind of freaking out. I mean, imagine if you're an animal in a car going 80 on the highway and, you know, it's no matter Dogs what animal love you it are. For some reason, Dogs can embrace it. They just get it. Buzzy loves it. My Buzzy, cat loves it. Buzzy loves the, the he's passing. A, he's a good car cat. Oh, car cat. What's your cat's yeah, name again? Mango or uh, Nacho? Fuck. I'm really sorry. I'm not playing cat? dumb. Hold on. Let me try to get Christian. it. <laughs> that was, a, that was a, uh, an off-camera ham drip. Um, <laughs> wait a second. Hold on. I know your cat. Cosmo. No. It's... Is it Mango? Have I said it yet? Mango. Yes. Okay. That's the thing that Kirsten's allergic to. That's how I'll remember it. Yeah. Mango is his name. He well, was... I just memorized another cat's name when I did Beat Bobby Flay. And his cat's name was Nacho. And I had to like created a mnemonic device to remember that and so a new cat within a week of me memorizing that name that's why i'm effing it up and i haven't met met it yet yeah i mean no what? it's tough two cats it's a yeah no nikki's never come into my apartment she's waiting for it to be perfectly ready no i've been in your apartment i love your apartment i just, <laughs> I, know, just I haven't been around. in town really and now <laughs> you have a uh, a disease is it is covid Look. a disease I don't know. I mean, all I know is that COVID, I have high blood pressure. Remember I told you about that years ago and I was trying to get it down. I, I haven't, it's funny when a doctor asks you and you haven't gone on an, like you find out you have high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. I never really went back and like worked on it to realize like, has it gone I'm down? I'm just impressed that you even got that diagnosis. Like I just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm impressed with you. Like, you you got COVID. We we both got exposed to COVID. Uh, Friday night, we were like it's in third, the tiniest. We third. were like in a COVID. Yeah. Um. It was. It would be like what you put people in to give them COVID so you can study them. We were in that room with Natasha and Moshe at um, Moon Tower in Austin, a little tiny green room at the Paramount Theater, which was the the best theater I've ever performed in in terms of like comedy acoustics and just the people, but um, it was worth it. I loved hanging out with them. And then the next, it was so funny because we were talking about how Natasha's like, you know, I, I, I haven't gotten COVID yet. I, I literally do nothing. I don't do anything. I just didn't want to get it. And 
she she wasn't hoity-toity about it. That's just how she talks. But she was like, no, Nikki, I literally do nothing. And um, <laughs> there's a picture of us that, and she t- actually took a picture of me at one point and she sent it to me later. And she goes, this was mid-transish, uh, transmission, mid-transmish. But the next day, <laughs> you know, we get the call from, I get a call from Moshe. We're pulling into wherever. And he's like, Natasha has COVID. And I'm just like, oh, f- like we didn't even care. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, we've, we're vaxxed, we're boosted, we've traveled so much, we've definitely been in contact with the, people with COVID. The irony is, it's, everyone's getting it, and the, the airlines just lifted the mask mandate. Oh, it's Did you hear that? Everyone yeah. on planes, like, the, the, you know, they're getting over the thing and they're going, well, masks are now optional starting now, and people, like, are throwing them off and cheering. Like, I'm reading, reading, I'm reading, uh, I'm reading on Reddit all about it. Um, but you tested Popo. Yeah, I tested Popo Sunday. Um, I was feeling a little under weather, and then Sunday night I was really fucked up. So then um, our showrunner, Ailey, from, from Nikki Glazer, Welcome Home, comes watch it on May 1st. That's not the name of the show at all. That, huh? You want to try again? I just feel felt rushed. I don't know why. Welcome home, Nikki Glazer. <laughs> that, that, that sounds like there's an exclamation point. Yeah, there is. <laughs> it's just uh, has like it's drunk. It's just look. I still think it should be analyzed. Nikki Glazer, come on down now. <laughs> you did pitch that, and it got to the higher ups, and it got shot down. Um. So Ailey saw yeah, that you, you had like, posted that you had COVID, and she wrote you. Yeah, and she's like, "Look, I had, a, I thought I was out of the weird thing about COVID is you can be like fine, you think, and then a day later it's like, nah, I'm still in you, bitch. You know, right? I'm still here. Yeah, that's what I so. Hear. She got a doctor. Uh, Paxlovid is a drug, an antiviral drug. That yeah, it's like take, the COVID drug. It's the COVID drug, but you have to take it within like 36 hours of getting symptoms oh, like right away. Okay. And then, so I, she's like, I'll have my doctor call you. And I was like, okay. Like, I never would have done this. It's so she's nice. So that nice. She, like, did she's this. such a, like a mama bear. Like, oh, she's she looking at. She found like a pharmacy that has it. Like, what? it was extreme. It was extremely nice. Really? God damn you. She's yeah, the best. Call, that's the, the person the that doc- was in charge oh. of putting my family and friends on a reality show. Like, that's who you want in charge who's not going to take advantage. Go on. So the doctor's like, I'm at Universal with my kids. After I get out of there, I'll, I'm like, I probably got him out of there quicker. I'm sure he wasn't loving it. But uh, <laughs> he's on the Indiana he called Jones me. Ride. And he's, yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, I'd love to stay here, but I got to help this random guy I've never met. <laughs> Um, he called me. He's like, then when you talk to a doctor, you can feel as sick as you can. But once you talk to a doctor, like you're like, I'm not going to die anymore. I don't know what it is about a soothing voice of a physician. And I think, you know, my dad always talked about like bedside manner. Um, you know, when you blow your patient, no, but like, I don't, I don't know what, like, but 90% of being a doctor is making people feel okay with whatever's going on with it. Because a lot of times doctors, it is so important, but a lot of times doctors have terrible bedside manner. Yeah. Bedside manner sounds yeah. like a, a subdivision that you try to buy <laughs> your parents you to- into when they're ready to when you're ready to say goodbye. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I got you a condo at Bedside Manor, and it's going to be the last gate you pass through before the pearly ones. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, act like your parents are going to heaven over there. Oh, no, they for they sure are. are. Um, wait a second. So, but I like that. So you grew up hearing about this elusive bedside manner, your dad talking about how it's important, but you're right. Like there is something very soothing about a doctor just, 
but so much so often as women we read mm-hmm. about and and also you hear about uh black people like don't have their pain taken seriously because there's like a doctors tend to think you know there's been studies of it of black people don't can like are can take more pain than white people and so there's not as much empathy for them and they Mm. that's why a lot of black women die in childbirth because their pain is not taken seriously like they have way more they have a higher death rate during childbirth than than white women and then also women in general um are kind of treated like, oh, you're hysterical. Like we're always like crampy and bampy, and I'm a little cody body baby boo boo. And so I think that when we actually like, our pain isn't taken seriously. But it's 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 so soothing when, when like when I had a UTI and I just emailed my doctor who I haven't seen in fucking forever because she's in LA. The second <laughs> time I emailed for her for med, she goes, "You gotta kind of come in and see me. You know, like I gotta make some money <laughs> off of this." But she was so nice to be like. Just the I love email you just back. writing like my vagina's falling off again. Uh, it honestly she's like, was you gotta, that. you got, I gotta see you in person, lady. Like she just was just like, be- this is normal. <laughs> I was like, I've never gotten them in my life. It's, I feel like I have to shit out of my vagina constantly, and it won't come out. Like I described everything. I was on the way to six. Flags. What's your email subject on that? <laughs> UTI help <laughs> SOS all caps, possibly COVID. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It does feel good uh, to so your. But your doctor said that COVID loves high blood pressure. High bl- yeah, and he's like, so do you I have don't high like blood COVID pressure? being personified. Like COVID goes like, ah, ah, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like yeah. I just picture COVID like drooling and like being like, ah, 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 like yeah. Like I can see that too. I don't like. like it. Just a horny little boy be like, oh, look, at, look at all that blood. Oh, it's high. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was like. And uh, so apparently if you have high blood pressure, it could get apparently. into your cells easier, apparently. So and, did that uh, freak you out? Were a you little worried bit, about I dying get... from COVID at any point? Were you that sick? Because mm. I kept checking in on you and I was like, because you were like, I feel like hell. And I didn't know. I didn't. I, I'm always curious about how people feel because... I want to know, like, what does it, because I'm not bragging. I rarely get sick, so I don't understand what, when people are like, I'm so sick. I just want to know, like, what's the feeling? Like, what it, like. I don't know. I just think more than anything, it's brain frog. It's deliriousness. It's, like, feeling like you you can't connect with your own body, with your own mind. Well, brain frog is how you describe brain fog when you have brain fog. (laughs) I didn't say frog, did I? You had a little bit of a thing. Yeah, there was something. Oh, was there a jump in my throat? Um, <laughs> there's a, a hop in my skip. Wait a second. So, Toad. your birthday, the celebrations were. I know you were going to go out to dinner. You were going to get maybe a facial. You were going to probably mm-hmm. like. You were just going to have a nice evening. You were getting back from tour. It was going to be like a nice, calm. You're probably going to play some golf. Um, but that didn't happen. But is it a is a birthday you'll remember at least? That's what I said yesterday. I was like. Yeah. I was telling Brenna, I was like, I know that this kind of sucks that I couldn't really do any of that shit, but you know me, I'm pretty fucking simple. I was very happy with like not doing anything <laughs> and, and I will remember it. I will. I, and yeah, I, you know, but it, going back to a doctor with the high blood pressure, when, when a doctor asks you like, you know, what meds are you on? Do you have any medical history? For some reason, whenever a doctor asks me if I have medical history, you know, when you're going through. Uh, the line at the airport and 
and you think you have coke in your bag because you were in Vegas or whatever. Like, you yeah, just you think feel like you did something wrong. Yeah. So when they're like, what's your medical history? Like, do you have any like, negative? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I had cancer last year. Like in my mind, I'm like thinking about, I don't know, like I almost have to prove yeah. to him that I do have like that. Yeah, you're almost like, because like, you feel like you'd be lying if you said no. Yeah, yeah. Or like how but many you drinks say, do you have a week? You know, right, that line. You're like three last week, but before then zero for three years. <laughs> pretty much that's you know so he's like that's what did Dude, it that's what did how it. funny was it this weekend when there was a guy there was this chef that came in and like made us a whole meal in um oh god his name is justin box he, it was in uh dallas and he made us this whole vegan uh four three course meal it was beautiful and he was talking about being sober in 13 years and anya's like oh i have um 11 years and i was like oh i have 10 years and Andrew's like, I have, th- I have s- <laughs> nine days. What was it? It was so funny. I think I have s- five days. It was I have f- <laughs> such a good moment because I wasn't uh. even thinking about it. We were just going around, just like kind of saying our. And I don't even count. Like I haven't been sober for ten. I've been sober from alcohol for ten years. But um, that was just. It made me laugh so hard. You chiming oh, in. Oh, it's just that. so funny whenever someone's like, "It's all about the streak, baby. That streak." Yeah, but it it. I, I will say we talked shit about the streak before and I'm not responding to anything I got feedback on but I think that a lot of times that streak is something that keeps severe addicts sober and so I like it for them like being able to say years like that's a big deal for some people who have had their lives like in the fucking gutter to say 13 years whatever like for me I don't I like to lose track of streaks because I get obsessive about them but um you know what and even if alcoholics are obsessive about the streak it's Better that than being obsessed with alcohol. But I do agree with you that, you know, streaks are what I said it on the podcast before. They are what tech companies use to psychologically get us addicted to their things. They know we love a streak. So that so try to fight streaks as much as you can in life and be easy with yourself to go, okay, I can skip a gym day. I don't need to go, oh, I've done the gym nine days in a row. Like take moderation. Let yourself and that's why I said to Andrew, like you could, okay, so you had three years and now you drank two nights in a row. You can go back to just not drinking or you can go like just be easy because if you yeah. feel defeated, if you feel the what leads to addictive behavior and abusing substances is the feeling we have towards ourselves. It's doesn't it's not about the drink, it's not about the food, it's about feeling bad and needing to anesthetize that feeling. So when you fuck up your streak don't punish yourself. Be like, okay, well, I did it. Well, go, but like, just be gentle. I have a hilarious thing to tell you about that I don't even know that I'm ready to tell you guys about. Oh, you got to tell. After you can't we come back from break. Set. Yes, you got it. Okay, it's so insane, and I'm really worried about even talking about it because it's just, it's the weirdest thing maybe that's ever happened to me, and I'm not joking. Oh, So, more than shins? It was last night. Um, Warren shins? What's shit? Oh, I thought you said shins when I gave that guy a shin job. Um, because I didn't want to touch his penis. I got to bring that joke back in my act. That was really good. Um, no, it is weirder than shittens what I did last night. All right. We'll, we'll hear about that when we get back right after this. Andrew! Come on down. No, you're not.
Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, welcome back to the show. All right, I think I'm ready to divulge what happened. I'm just Can in I the guess? mood for it. I was going to say I wasn't going to do Can it. You- you could you not guess some... if you tried. You could not guess. Okay, Can I'll you give you a guess. Me... Okay, it is yeah. inspired from, it happened because of Whitney Cummings. Okay, it happened because of Whitney Cummings. Yeah, this uh, would not you... have happened in my life had Whitney Cummings not um, okay, gifted me this. Does it have to do this. with the family constellation? Yes. Whoa, okay, I'm excited to okay, hear this. Okay, I have to, t- okay, so did I tell you about this on the podcast? Yes. But, okay. You talked so, about what it yes. was. Yes. I, which, by the way, I don't, I don't know what it is to this day. So I talked to this woman. You guys, if you didn't hear, I talked to this woman the other day to have like a preliminary talk about what this would be. I found out during the talk, I knew nothing about it. Whitney was just like, "Oh, in my past, I learned that I was scared of ho- horse carriages because in my past, my you know great great grandfather like had something to do with horse carriage or something like that." So she's like. So I call this woman. She's talking to me about my fears. And I'm like, how does this work? And I, I kind of glean that it's like a psychic thing, which I am only now really open to it. Like it may be thinking psychics have some sort of actual ability, which I believe mostly that they're full of shit. I only believe psychics are real because of Tyler Henry and his Netflix show. It's made me believe and <laughs> like people are intuitive. I don't think he is like a charlatan who was trying to like get famous from this thing. It just, it would be too weird. It would be too out of character for him. Um, so I talked to this woman the other day for about an hour. She talked to me about my fears. I said, I have fears of perfectionism. I have fears of, you know, um, streaks of, uh, I have fears of being unloved. I have fears of, you know, uh, I just talked about all my stuff. And it was actually pretty hard for me to come up with stuff because I feel so, accepting of these things there's not I really don't feel like I need to fix anything in my life like I have tools to fix the things I have a recovery program I I already like I'm not saying I'm fixed because I love that things keep bubbling up because it makes me you know who I am and it makes challenges in my life and it makes me do weird kooky things but I just don't need another thing to fix things, you know? And I felt like this was a little bit, it had some 12 step stuff in it. It had some therapy type stuff, but then she started talking about, you know, she started just reading through the phone. Like something happened to you when you were four and a half, your, your parents put some kind of punishment on you. Like, and she, I thought she was giving an example of what our work would look like. Cause this was preliminary. I thought she was, cause I was like, how does this work? And she goes, okay, well, you know, and she's talking me through it and she goes, so let me just see it happened to you. Let's go by years. One, two, three, four, four. Okay. Is it four? No, it's five. No, it's four and a half. Something up. And I go, is this an example or is this what you're feeling? She's like, no, something happened at four and a half. I'm like, okay, I don't really even know what that would be. Um, I blacked out everything at four and a half. So clearly nothing happened. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. But so four and three quarters. last night I have my session with her. I was supposed to be in LA, but like we talked about in the first part of the show, I thought I was getting sick around the time Andrew was getting sick. A lot of stuff happened. I was headed to the airport to go to LA yesterday or on, um, sorry, Sunday morning. I was supposed to be in LA all week. Andrew texts me. He goes back to St. Louis much earlier than me. I'm in the middle of the day. I'm late for my flight. My bags are not going to be checked, so I'm trying to get on a later flight to LA. 
as I'm doing that, I'm texting Jen, Jen, my assistant, trying to figure it out. Andrew texts me, I tested positive for COVID. And I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> I just did not feel like going to LA. I just wanted to go back home. And I was already feeling kind of sick. And I was like, you know what? I just want to go home anyway. I'm missing home, missing my dog, even though I don't have my fucking dog. So I write Jen, screw finding this later flight to LA. Let's go to St. Louis. So then I go to St. Louis. And I was supposed to be in LA having this session with this woman last night, Monday night. We're supposed to go from seven and she said it's two hours long. So last night I get on, um, she moves it slightly. So it's 7.30 my time. 7.30 my time I get on with her on Zoom. And I really am still unclear about what I'm doing. I don't know what this is at all. And she's kind of talking to me about, she goes, well, you know, a lot of people think humans are, humans have been around for billions of years and I was just like "Mm mm-hmm and she goes a lot of people think we did not derive we did not evolve from monkeys from apes and I go I'm I'm really gonna have a hard time with that because that's like I've I'm very indoctrinated (laughs) like my whole belief system is evolution and um, I have like science to support it and I just believe in that and she goes I did too for 45 years but it's actually Yahweh was the great creator. He created humans. Humans are a are the royal species. It was about like humans being royal. Aliens have studied us. It was a lot of, it was a lot right away. And I go, doesn't this take weeks, months, years to get someone on board with these kinds of concepts? Like it was just like introductory. Like okay, so humans have been around for billions of years, um, and we are all on this 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 work is on a quantum level, which means. What she does with Family Constellation is she taps into, she's intuitive. She believes that all humans are intuitive and we do not tap into our intuitive powers. And so she teaches me, doesn't even teach me. She just asks me questions and I have to just intuit the feeling. And what we do is we go back and repair family ancestral history of, you know, we have billion, we have millions of like thousands, millions, whatever it is. Of ancestors. Can you remember any of the questions that she asked? Like um, an example? Yes. It's about to get fucking weird. Believe you me, it's about to get weird. Okay. So I have no idea what this work is. So I'm sitting there. This probably takes 30 minutes. She's talking about how we go back and repair different examples of like how this has helped. Her brother does this work too. I'm really just kind of going along with it because Whitney said, whether or not it does anything for you, believe in it. It's just a good story. She was right. So. I'm trying to actually believe it. You know, I'm trying to just like wrap my head around what would it be like to just surrender to this is true. You know, like instead of me being a skeptic the whole time, just like enjoy it. So I'm I'm on board. I'm like, just be a, a fucking believer in this. So then we start doing the work, which is, so we go back. She takes on, she's like, your yellow shirt, I'm red shirt. She's wearing a red shirt. I'm wearing a yellow uh, Lululemon shirt and she's like your yellow shirt now we are going to take on the roles of different ancestors from your past I don't know who these people are they're just going to come through let's set an intention let's set energy out there and so we take a second and then she's like okay I'm I'm red shirt and I'm going to so she interacts with me and this is all stuff I've gleaned because it's very confusing I'm just go she doesn't explain it well enough I have to say if I could give her some notes I just, I don't know anything about this. All of a sudden she's like, okay, you're red, yellow shirt. I'm red shirt. Okay, I'm red shirt. All right. Oh. Oh. 
I don't want to even look at you. I can't even look at you. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm looking over here. I'm not looking at you. I do not like what you did to me. And she's and I start going, okay, I don't. I'm trying to like just feel I'm a character now in my past. I don't know who I am. How am I relating to this red shirt? So red shirt, it turns out, she starts going, okay, um, what am I? Who am I? She's talking to like a great spirit or something. I don't even know who she's talking to. The universe. She's like, who am I? She goes, am I, how old am I? Am I a girl? Yes. Am I a boy? No. Now I always have to double check because sometimes you think it's a girl because you have your own preconceived notions of what a girl is and, and, but I'm feeling, okay, it's a girl. Okay, how old am I? Let's go by, do we go by years? No. Do we go by months? No. Do we go by weeks? Yes. Okay. One, two, two weeks old. Okay. Ah, my neck. Ah, I feel, and I feel someone holding my arms and my neck. I feel, was I shaken? Am I a shaken baby? Yes. Okay. Who is yellow shirt? Who is this to me? Is this, is this my mother? No. Oh, I can't look at you. I can't look at you. Okay, is it my is it my father? No. Okay, yellow shirt, how are you feeling in relation to me? And I'm just like <laughs> fucking weirded out. I don't know. Like I'm Nikki. Like I am not yeah. my great I don't know who I am. And so I'm just like, okay, what do I feel? And I'm like, um, that you're being ridiculous. <laughs> I, I didn't know if that was my ancestor coming through or Nikki, you know? So I'm like, I honestly feel like you're exaggerating and like you deserved it or whatever. Like I was just trying to tap into like what I felt from this woman who was like pretending to be a baby that couldn't look at me that was shaken. And she goes, okay, was this a nanny? So it turns out that I am a nanny. I am a caregiver that this baby's mother purposely gave over to the caregiver because the mother didn't want the baby because the baby was born deformed and the mother didn't want it. So she purposely put it in the care of someone who was abusive, who she knew would shake the baby. And I'm the person who shook the baby. And so then she starts as the baby saying, I release to the universe my victimization because this baby feeling like a victim has permeated my family history back and backwards and forwards and has led to all of this victimization of like all my ancestors feeling like victims. Any questions so far, you guys? Am I black shirt? Yes. <laughs> Who are you to me, black shirt? <laughs> so, I mean, yes, I get giving away. I yeah, the beginning. I, I'm not gonna. I, yeah. I, I will try to like make it as short as possible. <laughs> but this is just the beginning. So then I, as yellow shirt, really get into character, and I'm like, well, actually, you know what I feel like? I feel like I did that baby a favor because. Life is fucking hard. And we figured out this is five generations from me or whatever. You know, like we're doing fucking, this is acting, right? So five generations ago, it was like 1820. And I'm like, honestly, life sucks. And I did this baby a favor by shaking it because my life is hell. I'm like a weird wet nurse. And yes, Noah? Is there any way for you to verify this with your family tree? So then, yes, thank you very much. So then, no, there's no way for me to verify that unless I was to do some really deep digging, which I haven't, I'm, I might be inspired to do just to fact check. So then we, so I release the guilt I feel over shaking this baby and the anger I feel at the baby. I release all the stuff. So it's, so it, on a quantum level, it's supposed to permeate through not only me, but my, 
you know, Poppy, my parents, and like all of this healing will happen in my life now because of that. Then she takes on, so she takes on a bunch of different people. We are an hour and 45 minutes in and I'm looking at the clock being like, and I'm tired because this make, this drains you because you keep, you're taking on these characters, you're trying to like really pull your energy. I mean, it was late at night and I had a long day so maybe that's why I was tired but I was starting to go, I was really trying to believe it because why not? Why sit there skeptically the whole time? Like I was just like, let's just have fun. And then it gets to two hours and she goes, how are you on time? And now, at this point, we're different. We've been different people in my past and I'm not going to bore you with those but it was all this stuff. And I go, I'm good. Meaning like, this was good for me. I'm done. And she goes, okay, so, okay, now I'm white shirt. She takes off her jacket. I'm like, oh no. And she goes, you're gray shirt. And I'm like, Oh God, because I'm wearing like a thing underneath. And I'm like, oh God, here we go again. Then she becomes someone else. She keeps asking like, who is this person? I can't even, again, I I have a great relationship with my mother. You're my father and I hate you. I don't like you. But my mom, oh, this feels inappropriate how much I love my mom. She's just smiling in the corner at mom being like, I love you. I love, and I'm just like, and I'm the dad just being like, I'm just acting like this. And she goes, how do you feel in relation to me? White shirt. And I'm like, I feel disgusted. Like, I think it's weird that you're like so close with your mom. And then Mm. it gets into this whole thing. Then I turn into my grandpa. And then this is where I start going, okay. So I'm my grandpa. No, yes, I'm my grandpa. She is my grandma at one point. And she's like, I'm a pistol. Because she finds out, I go, you know, they were divorced when my dad was very young. She's like, I'm a little pistol. And he, you don't understand me. You can't handle me. And I th- did your did your grandma leave your grandpa? And I go, yeah. And she goes, you just you know what? You didn't give me enough attention. You were you weren't there for me. You didn't understand me. And I go, he also beat the shit out of her. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that's the ringing in my ear. Okay, I'm getting like someone hit me in my ear. And I'm like, yeah. And he that might be like the guns he like shot off in the house when he was violently drunk, and that's why she left. And so then it becomes like, oh, that's it just shifts. Yeah, that's, she's a pistol. No, there's a pistol next to my head. So it just shifts. And I start to see like the little stuff you give them, what they do with it. And I do believe this woman believes what she's doing. But yeah. I was did this for three hours. And I'm texting Whitney on the side like, I am role playing as my closeted great, great uncle. <laughs> and I don't like this is the most dramatic. This is the best act. Like we should you know, write Francis for Coppola. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. And at Whitney any point paid for like, this, by the way. At any point where you like, she would make a great acting coach. At least I'm getting that out yeah, of it. Yeah, she starts Like, crying. is that what your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, she. I was like, but this is she almost a really showing? Does yes. it feel like she's almost showing how good she is, as opposed to like really getting to anything? No, like, I mean, I believed her, Andrew. It's a weird thing. Like, I believed that she was. I was kind of like looking at her tissue. Like, is it actually wet? Is she wiping? Can I see <laughs> tears? But then I saw tears, and she was like, I. You know, I'm an empath and I already like feel so much, but I, 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 so it just, all this stuff yeah. started coming out. So I wrote, so part of it was my, was I, I playing my grandpa was watching, it was something about my grandpa's family and like he was very close with his mother. His dad was jealous of them or whatever. And so I wrote my dad being like, what was your relationship? What was grandpa's relationship like with his mom and dad? Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, okay, I'll fact check this. And my dad goes, I don't know. And my dad knows everything about his dad, about like my dad's obsessed with lineage. And he goes, I don't know. And I was like, okay. And he goes, I have a feeling that his dad beat him a lot. Um, that's just a feeling I have. And I go, 
Well, I could have told you that because grandpa beat you, you know, grandpa was abusive and hurt people hurt. Like, you know, of course he got beat. And my dad just wrote back, yep. And so I think it was very painful for my dad. But this, what this does is it does get me into my like exploring like, okay, I want to fact check this now. And it was interesting. And it was like, it was an experience and Whitney and I, I don't think I'll go, I'll have to limit them to one hour sessions because this was so, it was three hours till 10, 1030 at night. I was playing the role of my ancestors and it was so weird. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself? It uh. honestly reminds me of like when I, I think I hear people do sexual weird things where they're like, this guy wanted me to do this thing, and I don't know, I was just up for it, and like we were doing a threesome, and I'm like, how did you do that? That's so scary. I felt like that. Like I felt like I was being a little bit coerced into doing this very weird thing, and at one point, you just give in, and you go, okay, let me just like see what I can do, and I maybe this didn't pay off as much as I alluded to, like, to it, like saying it was, but it truly was the weirdest thing I've ever done, because acting like my ancestors when you don't really believe it it was so weird and also it was just on zoom what's the conclusion and also her son's minecraft kept going off on the computer (laughs) and so she would be like i'm just feeling like i'm going to forgive you for being violent and be like ba-ding 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 and i would just see her eyes kind of go to the side and go like like look at the uh, alerts and kind of get like frustrated. She'd be like, and I release my resentment and I release my victim. But ding, 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 but ding. It's just like, what is my life? And why, how do these fucking spirits come through on Zoom? How are they getting it to work? How, it's just, it, it all, I was very much like, I would love Sam Harris to weigh in on this and how much of an eye roll this is. But you know what? You don't, you can't learn new things unless you open your mind to actually accepting them and and not walking in cynically to everything in life. And so it was a lesson in that. Yeah, it feels like it's like taking ayahuasca without taking the drug. Like this was your ability to kind of release and let go and and kind of, you know, t- take off that like skeptic brain that we all have. Yes. Which is which you can learn a lot about yourself when you do that. That being said, Three hours of that skeptic brain, it yeah. starts to, like, for an hour, I can let it go. For three hours, I start texting my friends saying, you would not believe what's happening. And I did record it on Zoom so I could have it for myself. She told me to, but it's on our work computer, and I didn't want to save it because it was a three-hour video session. But, man, <laughs> I wish I could have. How did it, it was, conclude? Like, how does it end? How does it something like that end? It concluded with her going, okay, at three hours, okay, she goes, yeah. okay, now Did you she have another are shirt on? Salmon under? shirt. And I go, I got to be honest, I can't do it. I go, I am exhausted and I got to go. My grandpa says that, my grandpa's coming through and he's telling me that I need to watch the next episode of The Ultimatum with my boyfriend over the phone. That's what he wants us to do and I want to release me from the guilt of finishing the session early. Um, so I did watch the ultimatum, which is amazing. It's Let's get so to the funny. news. You wore too many layers, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest part about this is that she had on so many shirts. <laughs> oh my God. She's like, I'm nude bra. And I'm like, oh God, please keep yeah. it on. <laughs> I'm in her tits. <laughs> Here's the news. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh boy. It's Tuesday, folks. You know what that means? It is Tuesday. Hope you're having all the swells out there. And um, I haven't been because, you know, I've been dying from a virus. I'm on a ventilator right now. Just kidding. Everything's fine. All right. 
I did okay. test negative just now. And I want to say the COVID test that, uh, thank you so much to Brenna. Shout out. Love you so much. Miss you so much. She gave me one of her tests. Miss you, baby. Kisses. When you do the COVID test, the line shows up either C or T. And my line no, showed no, up no, a no, heart. No. CT. Like, when you're positive, it's C and a T show. Oh, it's both. It's both. Oh. Well, I just, I didn't read the instructions and I just saw a line on C and I was like, oh, well, that's COVID. And Andrew goes, no. I sent a picture. I go, mama's got it. And he goes, no, you don't. It's just C. I'm like, what? So I don't, I don't have COVID. I just have a cold from um, uh, my boyfriend who gave me a cold. But um, COVID's out there, even though no one's wearing masks anymore. People are, it's surgeon, um, surgeon general. Let's get to the first news story. All right, a man wins a $450,000 lawsuit after his coworkers threw him an office birthday party oh, against this. his wishes that triggered a panic attack. I heard about this and I did not click on the article because I just go, what? I, I had a feeling I would hear about it on here. So you're telling me the medical and the suffering that he endured because of having a panic attack because of all the tension on him from the surprise little cake situation. It, that's what it's, he wants compensation for. It's it, it's a little bit more complicated than that because he ultimately got fired. What so, did he do during this panic attack that got him fired? So, um he So they they threw him an office birthday party and he had to go to his car because you know, he had to go through all the coping mechanisms. He had to be on his own. And um his managers were like confused and they said that he stole his co-workers joy um they then later on called him into the office which triggered another panic attack and ultimately they fired him so the lawsuit was 120 grand in lost wages and benefits 30,000 in future wages because the company is like a like a medical company mm -hmm. that um profited a lot off of the pandemic Right, um, and he was not there for that because they fired him in twenty nineteen. Oh, so this is a, a while ago. In in twenty nineteen, this happened. Mm. Okay, and um, three hundred grand for past, present, and future mental pain and suffering, mental anguish, embarrassment, humiliation, mortification, and loss of self esteem. Andrew, you have quite a lawsuit against me if this is going to hold up in court. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know what I like? This reminds me of me having COVID yesterday where I, I didn't even have to return phone calls. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. This guy with this birthday, these fuckers all made it about them. It had nothing to do with him, his birthday anymore, to the point where they fired him because... He caused them to be sad that he wasn't happy enough with his cake. Like, well, we, you know, there's a part of me though, and I, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I want to believe that that's the. I want to believe that he was wronged, but this guy seems like kind of. I don't know. He's trying to get a money grab. No, I mean, I feel like this guy dramatic. This dramatic, like uh, this kind of, and I don't know the situation because I would hate to be this guy and hear some two people on a podcast you know, saying what they think because they don't know anything. But this is sorting, sort of sounding like, you know, I went to a comedy show and like I suffered because she brought up this word and like I can't listen. Like it reminds me of the girl in high school that wanted attention because this boy that she barely even dated broke up with her and she wanted attention from everyone at the party. So when Eric Clapton's, you know, uh, she go to a party, that song came on, Wonderful Tonight came on. She started crying being like, 
I can't turn it off. Like it reminds me of yeah. Rick, please. And it's just like, there's a little bit of that, but also I do understand like some people make birthdays about them and like give too much. I mean, that is the classic thing. So I can't decide. I just think that when people get this litigious, mm-hmm. it's just a little suspect but I also, it could be the McDonald's burning thing where we just go, oh, did you get burned? And it's like, yeah, her fucking skin burned off to the bone. She maybe deserves $4 million I mean, part of me thinks from a though, company like, that makes billions. If you're a better there was employee. There a jury on the case. Okay. A 12-person jury. So 12, you know, 12 people had to listen to everything and decide that it was And legit. he got it. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? Good. Well, then I trust... I mean, I'd like to say juries. I trust juries, but, um, you know, Simpson. Okay, it is Simpson. interesting <laughs> that, like, how good of an employee, like, if if he was very important to the company, one panic attack, temper tantrum, is that going to cause me to fire him? Probably not if I was the boss. Have you guys ever but, considered doing a lawsuit? No, because it's too many forms. I'd have to meet an attorney. Yes. I'd have to, it'd be so... You'd have to get yeah, Bailey just, to do it for you. Yeah. Know what? Can you <laughs> talk, speak of what <laughs> it is? Okay. I had I had a lawsuit. Remember, I, I talked about the speaker falling on my head. Oh, and, yeah. Um, my lawyer advised me to take the settlement because once you call in doctors to the podium and all that, he says, suing people costs a lot of money. And are you sure you want to get into this? Right. And that's why Trump so. constantly can get people silenced because he just sues them and they don't have money to actually fight for, it. So yeah, they just I forgot to say, I, did, I, su- I sued my landlord in you New did? York. You did? And I had to get, I had to do a, a like no bullshit. It was like the most work I've ever done in regards to getting shit together, talking to all six of my roommates. Yeah, like, I remember then, that was being so impressed by that. And it was, um, what's it called when the lawyer does it for free? Because they make so much pro money. Bono. Yeah, pro bono because they felt so bad about and they you love know, you too. Uh, um, so we did all of this and they're like, yeah, you guarantee you have a case, blah, blah, blah. We didn't win. Like, and it took like three years to find out if we'd win <sighs> or not. And I stayed in the apartment probably a year longer than I probably would have because I was I like, oh, I'm just accumulating more money. Interesting. Whatever. No, no. Anyhow, uh, the so settlement, I did that, all that. Did and you feel nothing. like it was, was it a no. good amount of money? Was it decent or were, did you go you back for more? You give 30% of it to your lawyer and then the rest of it is taxed and then you're left with like nothing. That's the thing is like I, whenever, I mean, that's what I do. What's, that's the math I do whenever I get a, um, a job, you know, like I, uh, there was something I recently, my, my business manager wrote me recently about I'm paying taxes. I do it like quarterly, I guess. And the amount of money, I I don't even want to know. It's not mine. Like, I, you know, when I get a gig, I take away three-fourths of it. And that is probably what I can say I walk away with after all is said and done, really. I mean, I think that it would be nice almost, you know, it's almost like when you go to Walgreens and I remember as a kid being like, why don't they just put the tax on it? Because I get it, tax changes, but like you always get this new higher amount. I just want to know what I have, like, I just want to know, like, I don't want to see what I would have made and what they take out. Just take it out and then give it to yes. me because it feels like it was mine about, yeah. then when it was never mine. And also, you know, there's been this TikTok going around that I love and, and different people kind of say the same thing, but how we live in a country where they, 
we have to pay taxes, obviously, but we have to figure out what we have to pay. And they could really, and then they come after us for like, actually, you owe this. And it's like, if you fucking know, then just tell me. Don't make yeah. me figure it out. Yeah. But the yeah. reason they do that is because TurboTax and these companies into it, they lobby Congress to make it so that they can exist. They don't need to exist. They pay Congress to make to make it so that this is the system that we have to go through them. We have to TurboTax things and pay them to do our taxes. They don't need to exist because the IRS knows how much we owe. They come after us for it eventually. It's just so weird. And it's I, also way harder if you have like a a job like we have where you can make money from like 19 different things. It yes. almost and so do like entrepreneurs or people starting their own business. It almost it's so much easier to pay taxes when you just have a normal nine to five. Yes. <laughs> like regular pay. Oh, they I take mean, it I, out already. I could not. I didn't. I, I had to have my dad do it before I got my own business. I don't know how people do it. I'm, I'm just so like in awe. It's usually with an accountant. I yes. don't know how, how people do it on their own. <laughs> but that, so they do turbo attacks or they, you know, are smart enough to figure it out or they get, you know, someone, but it's, or they just don't do it. And then they're fucked later on down the road. I want to say that I almost did a, a lawsuit um, or I looked into it when I found that cap in my vagina that I thought oh, yeah. that that was from a yeast infection thing that I, I didn't even remember doing it, but this cap was in my vagina for years possibly. And... <laughs> I looked into, I like wrote lawyers about it being like, what's Wait, how the long do you really think this cap was in there? A year, a year. And I blue had yeast infections from, like it was a cap from a monostat thing. It was a blue cap that I found, that my boyfriend, my first boyfriend found in my vagina the same day that Sully Sullenberger landed in the Hudson. He was fingering oh, wow. me and goes, what's that? I felt it on my dick so much. I always feel the screaming on my said? dick. Yeah. And he said, um... You know, get your flotation device. Yeah. No, he said, um, uh, and then he reached his fingers up and pulled out this cap. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. It was my first boyfriend. I was so nervous about like this guy finding this weird thing inside me. We were at a hotel that I got for us because we both lived with our parents and couldn't like hook up. And um, I, you know, there's this whole story around it, but I finally find out that this cap that I can't identify is from a monostat thing because there was this other girl that had it too and she found one in her vagina. There's a bunch of girls that I found online, not a bunch, two. One of them thought it was aliens put it in. I stopped talking to her right away. Then the other one was like, no, it's a monostat cap. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because so, I wrote my, you know, I wrote lawyers. I wrote my gynecologist being like, is anything like this like in your office? Did you leave something in me? Like, I didn't remember using it. And, um... And then I found out it was this monostat cap. So I wrote my lawyer being like, can we suit, like, what's, what do we have? And then I realized I'm just a broke person looking to make some money off of this unfortunate thing. Like, I see an opportunity. I wasn't really, you know, I had some mental anguish because my boyfriend found a cap in me and it was embarrassing. Is that financially, is, I'm probably going to make money off of this story and like the trauma that that gave me. Like, it just felt, it felt like, me because people were like nikki you gotta sue and i was like okay i, I mean i'm broke at the time i'm like let me yeah. look into it and i was just like in the end i was like no this would be a lie to act like it was really dist mental distress so that's did you feel that. like uh how did you first of all how did you get the cap like did you how did it stay in you you think like do you think you had a case i think like, that, that you yeah i was like the i just didn't re read the instructions right you know, and, oh. and that could, that could be like they didn't make the instructions clear enough because there were three girls I found online who also had the same thing. 
and this well like, you also thought this... c meant covid so there's a i trend. know that's the problem <laughs> i thought it meant cap i'm like there's another one in there <laughs> fuck there's one in my nose <laughs> swap it out <laughs> all right we gotta uh go we'll come back with why do i care Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. All right. Why do I care? Why do I care? Joe Alwyn 
reveals <gasps> if he'll write more songs for his girlfriend, Taylor Swift, under his pseudonym, William, William Bowery. Bowery. Um, does, is he, of course he will. He loves, he loved it. So uh, in an interview with Elle, he responded, it's not a plan of mine, no. Okay, he, they are so private, these two. They do a really good job. <laughs> They don't talk about anything. There was this headline this weekend. I had no idea she had a boyfriend. Oh, dude. She's been with him for, I think, five or six years now. They're serious. I mean, people speculate that they're already married and stuff. But he, um, yeah, she, she had attributed songwriting credits to this William Bowery. And no one could, no one knew who that was. And it turns out that William, I believe, is his, maybe his middle name or something. And then Bowery is, the Bowery Hotel is where they first met, fans have discovered. So that's like, Aww. was his thing. And um, and she talks about on the Long Pond Sessions, like uh, having written with him and he, um, yeah, he's musical. And so they wrote, I think, Betty together. I think he wrote, like, he had the melody for Betty going um, in a couple songs off Folklore and Evermore. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because there was an article this weekend, the headline that said, you know, Joseph Alwyn says um, he doesn't want to keep his relationship secret. Uh, and it was that was the headline. And I was like, he would never say that. Like their their relationship is more secret than any Hollywood relationship. Like you do not see footage of them unless she is very much into like putting it out there. It is there is no they are private as fuck. And she does a good job of it because she knows how much that stuff affects relationships. So I was really shocked to read this article. But then I read further and all he said was, you know, this we wouldn't be keeping it secret if it wasn't this way. This isn't what I want. This isn't what I want. It just is the way it has to be. Like he said it in a way that was not, that these articles always do clickbait of like, he doesn't want to do this. She's making him. That's what it made it sound like. It's yeah. just so interesting how journalists can manipulate it would, stuff. <laughs> it would be great if uh, he's like breaking up with her, but he's like, mm -hmm. here's six songs I already wrote about myself that I'm sure that you're going to love how shitty they are towards <laughs> me. Um, you yeah, can just pay my manager. Stuff. <laughs> here's, just a, here's the whole album i'm sorry i broke so your heart but here's uh but would you feel you like if brenna wrote does a he bunch get of paid songs, for that does he get paid yeah, for that those yeah songs? he won a grammy how do you think how do you think that goes down though do you think that um like the pay scale does it's like oh whatever a writer makes like do they talk about that you think as a as a couple i think it's already like it's there's rules you know like if you have this kind of credit it's not like up to the artist it's pretty much like set like union like scale stuff gotcha you Song don't think it would like i guess it wouldn't really affect the relationship but anyhow what, what were you gonna no. ask about I brenna mean, you, brenna, you've worked if brenna, you've worked oh, with chris yes yes i have worked and chris with has chris. helped you on your specials and yes has that... and i just talked to him about it yesterday um i have begged for him to take money because he's helped me so much and like i've paid people <laughs> my friends who have like assisted with producing elna baker like helped me on bang and she helped me like put it together and kind of come up with a theme i paid her you know on this like on the side from my own money um and then chris has helped me with all of my specials producing wise and will not accept money i asked him i sent him a check once when we weren't together because i was just like i don't want him to think i just used him mm -hmm. or whatever and i think we kind of had like a breakup at the end of it um I'm the opposite of Taylor Swift. I say too much, but we, we, yeah, we, it was the end of, I had just taped, um, I just taped banging actually. And I was 
we had become so close during banging and I thought, you know what? We're getting back together. He is just amazing. I want to be back together. And he was like, no, I just, I don't, I'm not ready for that. And I didn't know that this meant that you were, and we just had a misunderstanding and I was like, okay, fine. And then I sent him a check being like, well then that you can't even, I'm so hurt that you don't want to be with me that like all that help you gave me, I'm going to pay you off so that you don't, that it, it meant nothing to me either, you know? And I don't think he ever. He was like, "Can I break up with you twice?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I love I love working with your. I think it's the best thing ever is that you can work with your friends and family. And but it does get tricky. All this stuff does get uh, when there's money involved. It becomes like I, you know, I just want I want to work with Chris all the time, and I want it so that he can just work with me and not have to do other jobs because he's so good at helping me be better. And it's just a thing of like. But I do that anyway. I don't need to get paid. And I'm like, but I want you to be more free so you don't have to do mm-hmm. other work so you can do me. So can I please pay you? And then it becomes like, I don't want to be on your payroll. And I'm like, oh, but like, what's the difference between like a husband and wife? Like, like a husband, you know, it's just, it's different when it's a woman with money. And he's not like any kind of sexist old man rules. He's just, you know, wants to respect me and my money and doesn't want to like, he just does things out of love, not because of money. But I'm like, but this is a job and I wouldn't be as I wouldn't be making as much money without you. So it's a it's very it's 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 interesting. I'll figure it out someday. Let's get to Reddit dump. Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit dump. <laughs> All righty. Here we go. It's time for Reddit dump. I love that little giggle you have at the end there. Um, All right. So I liked this tweet yesterday that I found on the subreddit hole up h-o-l-u-p it's like at the hole up is where everything something's fine and funny and then at the end it's like wait what that's hole up this is from um a tweet by k thor jensen it's a screenshot of tweet on reddit my wife just said bukkake in front of the kids to my shock she then admitted that she didn't know what it meant and thought it meant like bullshit or something fake and she said i say it in meetings i made her google it and now she's having a panic attack <laughs> I just—it does sound like something in all that bukkake. Like it doesn't sound like a bunch of people. Is coming there a on word like that though? Um, where possibly, she's mixing up yeah. a word because I feel like I've thought that before too. Before I like found porn and like seen book. Wait, what is bukkake? Is that like the cartoon? Okay, porn? The, we're learning that Andrew doesn't know what bukkake means. So you would hear that and not think a sexual thing. I Noah, will you tell sw- Andrew what bukkake is? Uh, a bukkake is when like a bunch of men just like come on a subject at the same time. At the same time. Oh, that's bukkake. Kind of hot. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so man, she was that's saying amazing. that in meetings, and I'm sure guys who like knew what she was talking. <laughs> I about I wonder how she like, used it in a sentence at a meeting. I believe it. It was probably like. Oh, that's a bunch of bukkake. Listen, we got to get back to these TPS reports. You know what I mean? Like, I bet it was just, it's like, you know, that is so, if if our besties have any examples of when they used words like that. Because I think, I feel like I've done that before too, where I didn't know what the, oh, I know what I did. I, in a, uh, I was in college and I said, um, I said, I used the word castrated instead of. um, Casserole? No, instead of uh, cast cast out, like he was castrated from the community. And she was like, I remember her circling it and being like, look up this word, Nikki. No, it was, it was my uh, AP English teacher in high school, Miss Larson. 
Miss Larson used to be very. She was the one that when the September 11th happened and the right after it got announced, the twin towers got hit or the twin tower was one tower. I go, what's the twin towers? And she goes, you don't know what the twin towers are. She was so like, I was just like, I don't know. Um, so I remember her being like, look up what this look means. And then I remember in college, my professor circled the world. I said, um, and a colored, uh, color, and he had so many colored friends, like colorful, I thought. And she, he circled it and goes, you might want, not want to use that word, but I thought it meant colorful. So those are my examples. Um, here's from Ask Reddit. This made me, um, happy to, to read a bunch of these. What never fails to make you horny? What never fails to make you horny? Someone said, being wanted. Not just wanting my pussy so you can come, but wanting me. This one is my newest erogenous zone that I didn't know I had, but I'm so glad some other woman put it. Talking where I can feel his breath on the back of my neck. Yes. Holy moly, I didn't know that was a thing. Wait, what do you mean by that? Right here, like right... Like, go whispering d- around your Take ear. your ear, like behind your yeah. lobe. Go down But he's not inches. behind you. Yes. Yes. He is behind you at yes. this point. Or, you know, they okay. can be like, they can just, walk, but like breathing right there, for some reason, it is, I can't even, I can't even take it. It's, it, but it, wait, it, are you already having sex or are no, we like in the kitchen no, and he I, just and this rolls is something up I learned. No, this is, I think we were just, he was like laying on top of me, maybe just like whispering hot things. I mean, it was already a hot scenario, but what it did gotcha. to me, I just was like, ah, I can't, like it was like I was being tickled, but horniness. It was so good. Someone said a really good tight hug from behind so I can feel his junk up against me, wrapping his arms underneath my breasts and either whispering in my ear or kissing them. When a man puts his hand on the small of my back and draws me in close. Oh, my God. Um, Actual moans, not fake ones or joke ones. LOL. Just real ones. When a guy wears short sleeves and does that stretch with their arms behind their head. All right. These are all women. This is supposed to be, um, you know, men too. But Andrew, is there anything that, uh, oh, someone said come inside me. When a woman says that. <laughs> what never fails to make you horny. Andrew's frozen. I think because he just heard the words come He's inside coming. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to see his face. I hope that's recorded. It's so funny. He's frozen. Just looks like someone just said come inside me. And he's like, hi, Andrew. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, Andrew dropped. Well, someone also said a woman in a tank top and jeans. Don't know why, but it does it for me. Is there anything that comes to mind for you, Noah, as we wait for Andrew to come back? Uh, well, uh, moaning from men or like any kind of like grunting sounds. Mike the men. Mike the men. Yeah, totally Mike the men situation. Um, all right, Andrew, you're back. Yeah, sorry about that. Just in time for a, a, this one is so fucking weird. It's a little bit of a story, so it's story time. Final thought. This one is from True Off My Chest. Oh, boy. This one's fucked. My twin and I had a sexual relationship for years. I'm so ashamed. This might be the one that makes people horny. Pretty much the title. I've never told anyone this. The twin and I do not have and have not discussed. I don't even remember how or why it started, but we eventually grew out of it. We're both doing fairly well in our respective careers and lead stable lives. We've had a normal sibling relationship for many years now. I don't think about this as often, and I'm left feeling really gross and ashamed when I do. Please don't ask for details. I'm only posting because I want the secret to not weigh on me heavily anymore. So if anyone wants to ever get a secret off their chest, just do an anonymous post on True Off My Chest. No one will ever know. So if anyone is curious, yes, I have been to therapy, but I've never broached the subject, nor do I plan to. 
So then they then they update it because people start asking questions. So they go. So the questions are, what are your genders? I do not feel comfortable answering this question. Um, am I from Alabama? While I get that that this is in jest, no, I am not. Um, someone said this. You should bring this up in therapy. He goes. I have been. This person said I have been tempted to, but I honestly cannot even get the words out. I have never actually voiced this even to myself. I don't think the aftermath would be worth the pro- potential relief of having told a professional. Um, someone said fake post. He says, I mean, well, you're welcome to believe that, but it is not. I honestly wish it was though. Someone said you're disgusting, sick. And he says, I think so too. Really appreciate all of you sharing your stories and some of the studies behind this. I feel less alone and a little relieved. Um, so I read into this and apparently this is a very common thing that happens between twins is that they have weird sexual stuff happen between them. Have you guys ever heard of anything? Well, is the story, is there a story in detail here? No, they don't go into detail. Oh. They just wanted to get it off their chest. Me and my twin have hooked up. There is something about when you carry something like that, being able to take it somewhere. And I feel like, you know, getting back to the, my favorite subject, molesters. If you're having those thoughts early on and you've not acted on them, there's nowhere for you to go and say, I'm, a, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. And I think that not just that secret, but like any secrets that we carry there are certain ones that you can't share with anyone like this, right? But um, I'm glad that this person had that place to go. Yeah, I had a guy write in. I asked for stories on uh, on puddles or whatever, and yeah. uh, the guy wrote in and said that he didn't. Him and his sister were fighting when they were kids, so he would constantly kill her betta fish, like for <gasps> years, oh. and like just needed to get it off his chest. And I was like, I mean. It, <laughs> it felt weird. Wow. That he's like, I could go to you. I mean, I guess it felt pretty good. Like I'm a priest or something where I'm not going to judge him. But he's like, yeah, thanks, man. I needed that. And I was like, <laughs> you're welcome. I think. Uh, I mean, is that, was, a, you know how serial killers start out torturing little animals? Yeah. I mean, and beta fish I usually beta die fish. in like two days anyways. So it's like, yeah, it's um, a good animal I had to start one that with. lived for two years. Seriously? Did? Yeah. That sounds like an alpha to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But that's so weird. You guys are trying to find it. Last night I was on Reddit and I didn't save it, but someone had said on maybe on the same subreddit, I forget that their she just found out her parents were twins, and she said that her parents. Wait, uh, wait, what? Oh, yeah. This girl on Reddit said anonymously, "My I just found out my parents twins. She's thirty seven. She was." driving her parent her mom her mom just her dad died like a year ago tragically in a car accident her her mom tried to kill herself was in a psychiatric hospital as soon as it happened because she said her parents growing up were like the everyone always said oh my god they look like they newlyweds like it was it really fucked her up because there was no she's never seen a couple like it and she could never emulate like their love and what she found out her mom got drunk following the psychiatric thing and like you know, is out of the hospital doing well, is stable. And her mom got drunk on Easter and and she was driving her home and she was like, I need to tell you something. Your dad and I are twins. We're fraternal twins. We grew up in Germany. We started masturbating in front of each other when we were little. Then it turned into mutual masturbation. Then it turned to us hooking up. We would stop hooking up because we knew it was wrong and then we would eventually do it again. Eventually we were just so in love with each other that we knew we would never be able to be together. So they left Germany where they were from created new identities in America completely just disappeared from their lives and then had one child which is her and she has no deformities she's totally normal 
Um, and is it, and, and then everyone was like, oh my God, there was another thing about twins hooking up, and which was the one I just read. So Reddit is a weird place, and I believe all of it, but maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't. Um, and I wanted to also, let's do one of my videos. Noah, would you be prepared to play the Will Smith one? Because I forget what this is, but I did save it. Yeah. And I know that the Will Smith slap stuff is all kind of, we're over it. When I was 15 years old, my first girlfriend cheated on me. Oh. And I remember making a decision that nobody would ever cheat on me again. And the way <laughs> I do that is by being the biggest actor on earth. <laughs> Someone's laughing. So, Who's filming it? There's, the, there's been this weird psychology. That <laughs> is weird, buddy. My movies are number one. My life is going to work out. Interesting. I, mm. And the truth is, he doesn't get cheated on because he knows about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, having an open relationship, it's not necessarily cheating. So, and it is interesting, though, that he thought becoming the number one actor, he was motivated by getting cheated on to become the best because the number one actor doesn't get cheated on, which we all know is not true and doesn't prevent it. But it's so funny to see all these Will Smith things resurface and these different quotes. Did you see them high five over like bad marriage for life? Did you see that one? No, but do you think if you're, if you, if the person decides to be in an open relationship, even though it's not cheating, I feel like whoever decides the first to say, Hey, I want to be in an open relationship. That feels like like a like a kind of cheating. That's you know not what a betrayal I mean? to say that you want to maybe open up the relationship if you haven't already. That's not a betrayal. That's honesty. I, I'm just I saying disagree. though, if it was me, if if someone brought it, up, whoever brings it up first, and if and if I agreed to it, maybe reluctantly, even though that's that's all, on it's my you, choice. Though. I get yeah. that. I get that. I'm just saying that it. But could it doesn't still count as feel. cheating. Cheating is when you don't know. When the person does it to you and you don't know. I believe. I, I, that's I what I'm saying. I don't believe that's up I'm, for debate. But I I'm understand. I'm not saying it's cheating, but I'm it saying it's a soft, a soft betrayal. A soft cheat. A, so a yes. soft cheat. Yeah. I mean, going into an open relationship just to keep the relationship is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. But I understand <laughs> people aren't strong enough to leave, and so they put up with stuff. I've done that before in different ways, just not in that way. But um. <laughs> Andrew, uh, hope you feel better. We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast. This weekend, we will see you on the road. We will be five days or more outside of um, any COVID symptoms, so don't worry. Uh, we will be in New Orleans. We will be in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, and Nashville. Uh, can't wait to see you guys out there. Get your Bestie merch now. Uh, sport it on your um, Instagrams. We'll repost it. And we love you so much. And don't be good. And Jack. My twin off. <laughs> there we go. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.